member of the Pod Riot Network. Let's do Riot Begin. Mr. Beer Belly. Beer Belly. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Shakespeare didn't write this. What kind of thing drug you take me for? I was intoxicated. You should have killed me last year. I am here to save the day. Murderers, stop talking with your mouth full. You're listening to Arrow My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Want to hear me tap dance? Hey, shut up. That's my line. Why does it feel like this room's suddenly not big enough for both of us? <laughs> it never has been. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's not sudden. Uh, forgotten about the dryness that is Toronto in the fall. Ooh, what was that? Are you drinking champagne? Ah, cool and refreshing. I'm drinking one of Vince Vaughn's beers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's why all that shit was lying around. <clears throat> it's beer! Yes, we had some leftovers. <laughs> and it's, you know... It's not like we can sell it, because who the fuck would buy it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's horse piss. Welcome to Air Out My Shorts. I'm Preston Buttons. I'm the word whore. And tonight's episode, you're going to hear uh, all the trash talk of the Toronto International Film Festival. I did sign a fucking non-disclosure. Now I'm fucked. However, well, I didn't that... sign it, the word whore. That's true. So I believe my alter ego signed it, and I'm not sure I'm held accountable for what she does. I don't think you're ever held accountable for anything you do. <laughs> Brenda, that fucking bitch. Always getting me into <laughs> trouble and limiting my options. But the revolving door was swinging at high speed. So uh, what uh, what can you tell us about? I can tell you very little. I can only tell you who spun through the door. That's it. Um, we already covered Vince Vaughn, correct? Right. Um, after Vince Vaughn, the revolving door played host to Matt Damon, Ethan Hawke. Um, Ethan Hawke? Yes. Isn't he Johnny Depp light? What does that mean? What do you mean by that? Skid, that's Skid Ulrich. Because he looks like... You know a guy named Skid? Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> the guy who looks like a younger Johnny Depp. Oh, well, Ethan Hawke that... looks nothing like Johnny Depp. That's okay. That's, yeah, I was getting Ethan mixed Hawk. up. I'm, I, I feel horrible saying it. It's a really bitchy thing to say. But because he's a lovely man. Sweet, very personable, very nice gentle, soft-spoken, absolute doll. However, he's a dog. He's a fucking dog. He's really ugly in person. Uh, he's, <laughs> well. he's not attractive in the least. Oh, the Hollywood magic. But it's, it's upsetting to me, because wasn't he dating Selma Hayek? No, I couldn't tell you. Or somebody of that caliber of... Well, I'm sure he's caliber dating of deliciousness. Famous and good-looking. 
I was upset because I felt bad thinking it because he was so nice. But I was I was staring at him, going, "How did you fucking get to be famous?" So uh, who else? I feel like I missed somebody. Well, we had all of the... Sam uh, Jackson. I don't think you mentioned him before. I did. Oh, you did? Yes, because okay. you asked me if he said motherfucker a lot. Oh. And and I, I laughed about it earlier because I was reading an article on Martini Boys that said this guy was motherfucking everywhere. And it reminded me of what you had said. Because he was. He was... He, he. I don't think he missed a single party the whole okay. film festival. There's a lot of noise going on it in the uh, central studios tonight. <laughs> we shouldn't have recorded it's all the cleaning. It's here. spring cleaning night at Central Studios, which means you may hear a lot of rumbling in the background. Because unlike Polly B, we did not just build a new studio in a treehouse. We're just cleaning our old existing studio because it's dusty and skanky. It has Polly B goo all over it. Wow, I just wore myself out. <laughs> I don't have any comments or anything to read out, so we can... Well, we we're can, not going to we do that every show, show, are we? No, we don't have to. Besides, mm-hmm. there's the boring twats on the uh, message board haven't posted anything interesting lately, so... What are you talking about? On our forum? Yeah. Are you kidding? You didn't see the discussion today? It was funny as hell. What was going on? Today on the Arrowhoop My Shorts forum, which now has 74 members buttons. Holy crap. If only Um, had 74 voting members for Podcast Alley, that would be... No fucking kidding. No, we'd be in the top 10. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I hear you, sister. Um, Today on the Arrowhoop My Shorts forum, there is a debate about what you would do if you woke up tomorrow morning with the opposite sex's sex organs instead of your own... And, of course, the, oh, yeah, there's the age-old, you know, well, I wouldn't leave the house. I'd play with them. I can, really can't think of anything else that I would do. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, because I, it's completely... I think completely, you're probably familiar with... Uh, but because it's completely unrealistic, it's not going to make me go, ooh. I don't know. I'd probably go to the produce aisle and get some English cucumber. Mm. and uh, Make yourself a salad. Yeah. <laughs> Churn some butter. Ew. <laughs> okay, I take it back. It did make me go ew. Things that make you go ew. Mm. Mm. Anyway, right. it was it was a funny little forum discussion today that oh. I, uh, that I was just sort of a fly on the wall for because I, I, I like to stay. You know, I like to watch the forum from afar. And then creep in. Yes. Because if I'm there all the time, then... Then that would be called participation. Yeah. And we wouldn't want that. It take the power out of it. You know, it's like if you say cunt too often. It loses its oomph, its Mm. chutzpah, its naughtiness. Um, it's story time. Is it? Yeah, uh... We've got uh, we've got something here, dear Mister Buttons and Ms. Whore. I recently stumbled across your podcast while scouring iTunes for something to listen to while I'm at work. I've enjoyed the five episodes I've downloaded, and plan to go back and download even more. How many people do you think we've gotten fired from work for listening to us at work? Uh, not enough. I thought I would do my part and submit a story. Read it if you like. 
Throw it away if you feel like it. Just don't say I didn't do my part. This is the first story I've ever written. If you don't read it, nobody will. <laughs> Much like The Great Gatsby, Hamlet, and Dante's Inferno, this story is based on the song You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. I've been in the unfortunate position of having it stuck in my head, and now, even if you don't read my story, you'll have it in your head. It is the gift I give to you. That's really nice. Yes. Because up until that moment, I had that awful upside-down Boy You Turn Me song in my head for three days. It's uh, called Cherries and Cream. You know what's funny, though, is that I actually knew that about Hamlet, that it was based on that song. I thought it was pretty obvious. This is by Luke. I winced as I set the bottle back on the table, struggling to swallow the burning liquid without coughing it up all over my shirt and making me look like a bitch of a man. I rubbed my temples in the clockwise direction to get rid of my headache. You are a bitch of a man. The ticking of the clock synced itself with the throbbing behind my eyes, and I let out a despairing sigh and looked down at Paul Simon. Look, Betty, he chirped. I know that you have a million things you could be doing right now, but I really need you. I hate it when he calls me Betty. I told him my name. He doesn't seem to care. And he gets a little crazy if you call him Paul, so I don't. Look, Al, I'm really sorry. I sighed. I don't know anything about being a bodyguard that I didn't learn in a Kevin Costner movie, and I'm really at a loss as to why you think I can help you. The tiny, balding musician looked up at me with pleading eyes. You have no idea what it's like, Betty. I need you. I know I look like a tough guy. I said. People see me walking towards them, and they're bound to think twice. It's mostly because of my six-foot-seven frame and sculpted facial hair. But I have no training. The last time I got into a fight was in the seventh grade, and it was with a girl. I smiled at the memory. I only had to hit her once. That's the kind of man I need. He wheezed. The kind of man who would smack the insolence out of anybody who got in my way, be he man or woman. You still haven't explained why you need a bodyguard. I added, trying desperately to think of a way to get the little man to leave me alone. Okay, he said. It's like this. A man walks down the street, and he's talking to himself. You see, he's soft in the middle. He wants his photo opportunity. He wants his shot at redemption. He doesn't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. What does that even mean? I asked. I could tell that he was close to tears, but still had no idea what any of it had to do with me. We all have our problems. Some of my problems at the moment included an agitated Grammy winner that wanted me to be the Kevin Costner to his Whitney Houston. That and the whiskey was trying to make me sick. A big acid bubble of sick rose to the back of my throat, and I was forced for the second time that night to swallow my own vomit. Ooh, have you done that? Uh, yeah, of course I have. What do you mean, of course you have? <laughs> Doesn't it ever? It was like a daily occurrence for you? It's how I feed my young. Mm. <laughs> Vince Vaughn's beard just came out of my nose. <laughs> Another man walks down the street. He's short on attention. Got a little short span of attention. And whoa, his nights are so long. He asks himself, where are his wife and family? What if I die here? Who'd be my role model now that my role model is gone? 
He ducked into the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl. This leads to the incidents and accidents, the hints and allegations. I think you should go back to the beginning and have a much whinier voice for yeah. Paul Simon. L, are you telling me you want to bang a fatty? What happened to Garfunkel? I don't know. He's bitter somewhere, probably. No, but what happened to Garfunkel? I'm sure he's around. Well, do you know anything? Paul Simon just, like, hung around and, you know, the the polite behavior of, of a living legend is to skulk off and disappear so that we still admire and respect them long after the thrill is gone. <laughs> yeah, but then he hooked up with Edie Brickell. He did? Yeah. In what manner? Like A long time ago. They're like, married. physically? Carnally? Biblically? Bang. Really? Yes. But I like Edie Brickell. I think. Do no, I? You like one song, I think. The Am I a dog or a cereal box? <laughs> that one. Anyway. Oh, man. I want to know what happened to Garfunkel. I think he may have become a race car driver. Uh, that, uh, yeah, I think him and his family uh, drive cars together, actually. A family of race car drivers? Yes. That's fucking cool. I think you're going up against the Schumachers. All right, I have much more respect for Garfunkel than I do for Paul Simon at the moment. I'm glad. Al, are you telling me you want to bang a fatty? Because you don't need a bodyguard for that. America is full of people who bang fatties every day. I know he didn't want to bang a fatty. In fact, I don't even use the word fatty except in my prose. I find it disrespecting and degrading to women. So please don't call my shit out. Betty, I can bang all the fatties I want. He was yelling now. You're not even listening. I'm trying to tell you something here. You have to look past the metaphor. Let me try one more time. A man walks down the street in a strange world. Maybe the third world, and maybe it's his first time around. He doesn't speak the language and he holds no currency. He's a foreign man, but he's surrounded by the sound. The sound! Cattle in the marketplace, scatterlings in orphanages. He looks around and sees angels in the architecture spinning in infinity, and he says, Amen and Hallelujah. I gawked at him as he broke into tears. I stared at my shoes, embarrassed. I was tired of making Grammy Award-winning musicians cry. Okay, look, I can be your bodyguard, and you can be my long-lost pal. He wiped his eyes and looked up to me, smiling widely. Yeah, don't forget. I can call you Betty. And Betty, when you call me, you can call me AI. <laughs> or Al. <laughs> Sorry. Artificial intelligence? I couldn't tell the difference between... I looked at him. He looked at me. And then we high-fived each other. Like it was going out of style. Oh, I fucking hate Paul Simon. I don't like Simon and Gar Garfunkel. I don't either. I have a really bad association with the whole Garfunkel-Simon debunkle. Except for the race car driving, which I think is hot. <laughs> well, all right. Um, uh, my, do you want to do a... Uh, phone call? A phone call? I do. I Indeed, I do. I do. I say I do. Well, here, let's try this out and see if it works. All right. Um, I'll be right back. You will. I need to replenish my beverage. 
Okay. I will be back, but please proceed. Seriously. I'm not going to proceed You're without you. You're a big boy. Go for it. There's tons of times you do stuff while I'm not in the room. <laughs> it's not like you cease to exist when I leave the premises. But I'm not a whole person. But it's like the forest and the trees. Hurry right? up! Shut up! Ew, it's wet and slippery. <laughs> the floors are all wet. What if I, Good thing if you're I, wearing those heels. If I fall and break my neck, would you help me up? Well, I'll have to make the phone call by myself first, but... And then I know what I'll do. Hello? Hi, can I speak to Craig, please? Uh, one moment. Mask is calling? Uh, Thomas Preston Buttons. Oh, okay, hang on. Do you think he's in the middle of dinner? Probably. Do you think he's soft in the middle? <laughs> I'm pretty sure of that. Hello? Craig. Preston. <laughs> I'm here with the word whore. Hey, baby. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. We're so happy to finally have you on the show. Oh, me too. I've been waiting a long time. We, uh, we tend to record a little too late to uh, feel comfortable calling you, so... <laughs> Problem anytime. This, uh, th well, don't say that because we will call you anytime. <laughs> Prank calls, three in the morning, all liquored up. <laughs> exactly. Looking forward to it. Just don't be wearing pants. Well, we're never wearing pants. Yeah. Wonderful. And neither am I at the moment. Oh, there's a big surprise. I'm afraid to, <laughs> afraid to find out what we've interrupted you doing. Actually. Oh, chef. Quite <laughs> important at my house. There, there, now there's a surprise, eh? Did we really interrupt your dinner? I feel terrible. No, I'm, I'm just uh, feeding my uh, my ten month old. Which is a very normal thing to do, pantless. Yes. Well, don't tell children's aid. Because <laughs> if you can't keep it in your pants, keep it in the family. That's disturbing. <laughs> how's the uh, how's the fat man walking going? Well, it's going well. I've walked about uh, 1,025 or so kilometers since the uh, 1st of June. Lost uh, just shy of 23 pounds, way off where I wanted to be. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about it just so that you can help spread the word? Sure. Um, basically, I heard about a guy in the States who was walking from California to New York. And he gave up his job, he gave up everything, and just started walking. And he lost uh, about 80 pounds. He was he was about 410 pounds when he started. Wow. Which, you know, I'm surprised he could move at all, really. And what was um, your starting weight? Uh, 410. Oh, the yeah. same? No, no, sorry. My starting weight? Yeah. Oh, uh, 276 pounds. Okay, I thought that was a little too much of a coincidence. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big guy, but I'm not that big. Uh, yeah, hung like a hamster, really. And, and um, you don't have the extra weight of pants. Yeah, the extra weight of pants, yeah. Um, so anyway, he started, and he only lost about 80 pounds. And I'm thinking after walking for, you know, 13 months, he should have lost more than 80 pounds. So I thought that uh, I would take his lead and start a fundraiser for the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Canada, where I would, instead of quitting my job and everything else and throwing my life in just to total dis uh, disarray, I would simply walk when I have the chance and uh, record it like I was actually walking across Canada and uh, keep track of, of how often and how long that I walk. And, right. and the goal is to lose uh, 100 pounds by the end of 2006. It's very admirable, but technically aren't you kind of lying about walking across Canada? 
Well, yeah, but I made it clear up front that I wasn't actually walking across Canada. Okay. One of the goals uh, of, the, of the, the event was to show that you didn't have to, you know, totally alter your life to, to do something good. You didn't have to be anything special like, uh, like Terry Fox or Steve Fonio or Rick Hansen to, to raise awareness for a good cause. And you certainly didn't have to be anything special because I am so not to... I can attest to that. Yeah, yeah. We've actually met. You, you know firsthand. Um, <laughs> I still think you're special. Aw, thanks, baby. Because I haven't met you yet. <laughs> yes, exactly. So how, f- how far is... Uh, how how far is a thousand kilometers then on the on the map? I'm uh, well into the border of Quebec, somewhere around Quebec City, I believe. And I started uh, at Citadel Hill in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is basically where I'm from. So I figured that was a hell of a good uh, geographical landmark to start at. And I've been mapping it all out on Google Maps, uh, Google Earth, and uh, posting pictures of myself getting smaller every once in a while. And now I've actually dropped uh, two pants sizes. Uh, which is good, and uh, just feeling a crap load better. Uh, the happy pills that I'm taking, though, are making me feel even better than that, too. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's all it's, good. It's so, probably the combination of things is, is really good. Yeah, well, I can't afford all the booze that you guys put back. <laughs> so uh, prescription narcotics, um, I figured, was the next best thing, because I have a company drug plan. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So, so when you get to Toronto in your walk, yeah. you can hook up with us for a drink and share some of your happy pills. Well, technically, since I'm just virtually walking, I'm always in Toronto and always available. So, uh, you know, whenever you guys want, we can just uh, get together. Craig, how do you feel about Simon? uh, Paul Simon. Paul Simon. The um, state senator or congressman or the singer? Oh, are they not one in the same? They did a really funny thing, um, oh, Jesus, probably 20 years ago now. Uh, That shows how old I am. On Saturday Night Live, where Paul Simon was the guest singer. And they brought out the the congressman as well, or the, the senator as well, uh, to do the monologue and everything else. And people were kind of looking at each other weird. And that's funny. It was funny. It was very very funny. How do you feel about Paul Simon, the musician? Paul Simon, the musician. Um, he's a little too light and fluffy for me, especially when he's hanging out with his buddy uh, Big Head uh, Art there. Um, do they still hang out? Do you think? Well, every once in a while they do these reunion concerts in the middle of, you know, a park and draw 18 billion people and give the tickets away for free. Do you, does Art Garfunkel drive his race car to those events? <laughs> um, isn't he, like, a hippie when he's not driving his race car? Like, doesn't he, like, walk everywhere or some shit? And I could be just making that up and pulling it out of my ass. Maybe, yeah. maybe he's trying to raise money for uh, the Canadian Heart and Stroke Foundation. I think he'd be doing something for hair loss. It's kind of weird, though, because it's still huge on the sides, but he got nothing on the top and, and in the middle. Clown-like. Kind of looks like Krusty the Clown, yeah, yeah, except red, not... But to me, clowns are usually red-headed. Yeah, uh, Ronald McDonald, and, well, we all know that I have a fetish for redheads, so, uh, you Do- know, Ron's up there on my list of, uh, of sex symbols, really. Oh. Naturally. Uh, and, yeah, of course. And, big, big, and the big shoes. You know what they say shoes. about clowns with big yeah. shoes. Oh, I'm disturbed. <laughs> You have a Ronald McDonald fetish? Um, no, not even close. Actually, clowns scare the piss out of me. But um, Ronald McDonald, I'm not sure if it's a real show, but I have a couple kids, and then they watch TV a lot because, well, it's easier than entertaining them. Um, they want to watch TV because the people on TV are wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ron is doing some sort of exercise promos, showing kids how to exercise but still eat McDonald's crap. Oh, I fuck! I saw one of those. They're giving something back. So 
bizarre. You know, Ron in his sweatpants and stuff doing jumping jacks, and you know the fucking Hamburglar chowing back quarter pounders behind him. It's it's kind of right though. No, uh, it's no, not. It's, it's not. wrong on so there, many levels. Yeah, but there are similarities between Ronald McDonald and Richard Simmons. I, well, I will give you that. Yes, I, I totally... Visually. Uh, I think they're the same person, actually. But just Richard Simmons wears a little bit more makeup. Mm. And he's wrong, too. <laughs> Aw, Richie's cute. Leave him alone. <laughs> I think he's adorable. He's brought to tears by formerly fat people. It, it's great. <laughs> So it's basically a Ronald McDonald guilt workout program. Yeah, yeah. Here's, uh, here's how you can burn off maybe 10% of that Big Mac that you just ate, you fat piece of shit. You know, when the grease actually pours out of your pores, you've probably eaten too much. Now, I have uh, chronic heartburn because, you know, I'm huge and fat. Um, and the best thing, if I'm out of, out of my heartburn pills, to get rid of the heartburn is a quarter pounder with cheese. Mm. Because the grease is so thick, it coats my esophagus like a second layer of mucus. Which is handy for other things. Uh, it totally is, but you got to wait for it to cool down, but not until it congeals. There's kind of that little window in there when it's a really good lubricant. Hmm. But does McDonald's recycle the extracted from pores uh, sweating out the McDonald's grease juice. That's what they put in their milkshakes. Aha! That that's the, the secret song. ingredient. Yeah, that and shark testicles. <laughs> well, we mm. we should probably let you go. <laughs> A pleasure as always, my friends. Well, thank you very much for the time, and we will call you again. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye, bye, Craig. Bye. bye. Craig from Tangents. Delicious. Listen to his podcast. He's an interesting guy. Um, He's a funny man. He is. Fat men are always funny. I hope he doesn't lose his comedy on his walk of shame. Right? What? Those fat men are funny. Oh, you think he'll be less jolly? Yeah, I think he'll be less funny if he keeps walking. Um, well, well, we'll have to see. We'll have to monitor that. Maybe, uh, maybe we can do like sort of hilarity tests along the way. Yeah, the decline in hilarity will be directly proportionate to his uh, rise in sexual appeal. Mm. And and is that a fair trade-off? It's always the case. So visit our website and look at all the shit that's there. Vote for us at Podcast Alley. Subscribe and review us on iTunes. Visit our MySpace page at myspace.com slash airoutmyshorts. Uh, the podcast uh, convention's really soon. We'd like to go, but we need a couple of grand. So if you've got a couple of grand sitting around, that'd be awesome. Yeah, Otherwise, I'm sure all of our 12-year-old uh, listeners have a couple yeah. of grand kicking Well, around. I'm sure some of them probably do. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, otherwise, please buy us a beer or a sandwich or something. I'm getting tired of looking at uh, the current underwear that the word whore is wearing. So she could do with something new. Yeah, they stand up by themselves. <laughs> uh, join our forums, too. Uh, a lot of fun on the forums. Theitspot.com slash forums. Color audio comment line 305-767-4697. That is 305-76-SHOWS. Download our drinking game. It's fun for the whole family. And educational. 
How's our PodTrack survey doing? I have no idea. I haven't looked at it. Me neither, too. I don't know how to look at it. Neither do I. Oh, buttons. Uh, but they haven't uh, exactly called us with any advertising, so... Yeah, fuck them, the fuckers. Fuck, 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 Bye. Nice. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle now? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot at redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger. Dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well-lit door. Mr. Beer Belly, Beer Belly. Get these mutts away from me. You know, you know I, don't I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me, you can call me Al. You can call me Al. AI. AI. You can call me AI. A man walks down the street. It's a street in a strange world. Maybe it's the third world. Maybe it's his first time around. He doesn't speak the language. He holds no currency. He is a foreign man. He is surrounded by the sound. The sound. The sound. Cattle in the marketplace. Scatterlings and orphanages. And he looks around and around. 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 He sees angels in the architecture. architecture. Spinning in infinity. He says amen and hallelujah, brother. (laughs) Holy shit, this is a piece of crap. If you be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. Boom, 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 boom. I can call you Betty. Betty, when you call me, you can call me Al. You can call me Al. Enough of that. God, he needs Garfunkel back. Theitspot.com.